Channel shows would not be possible without the support of the following sponsors. The big picture people, the experts in smart home cinema. Yamaha, professional commercial audio. Bar Bridges Australia, cooling the beers of a nation. The Stubby Club, the original stubby holder dispenser. Hamperworld, the gift specialist. Buffalo Sports, a brand name in sports since 1972. The Framing Queen, quality affordable framing. Broker Rocher, helping you make an impression. Welcome, thank you very much. A very nice warm uh, round of applause. Great to have you all here. Welcome to the Mulgrave Country Club. Welcome to That's Good for Footy. The only live and interactive footy panel show where the fans get to meet the players and the players get to meet the fans. That's what you guys are going to do tonight. This is where you'll get to see the players in a little bit of a different light. Who wants to meet them? All right, nice to hear, nice to hear. Let's get on with it then. Please welcome to the show our first panellist. He was born on the 11th of November 1990. He's played a total of 255 games and kicked a total of 475 goals. He made his AFL debut back in 2011 when he plays for the Hawthorne Football Club. He wears the number 22 on his back. Please welcome to the stage, Luke Bruce. We're not at a funeral. You can clap a little bit louder if you like. It's all nice to have you here. Um, Luke Bruce, everybody. Welcome him to the show. Yeah. Great to have you here. Uh, nice to see you, mate. Uh, we were talking at the back. It's been a little while since we've had you on the show. Um, bloody COVID, you know, stuffed everything up. Um, but so nice to have you back, finally. Uh, and coming off the back of a win and uh, a bit of a six-goal haul, if you don't mind. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is nice to be back. Uh, certainly... Doing things like this, getting yeah. out to clinics, um, oh, having yeah. a kick with the kids, it's, yeah. it's what you play the game for. It's, Absolutely. Um, we've missed it a lot, as you said, and um, yeah, thanks for coming out tonight. We, we do really appreciate it. Excellent. And we all spoke about it earlier. It was one degree this morning, and I think it's like minus one out there now. So you're in the right spot. You're nice and warm inside. You've got your scarves on. You've got your beanies on. Sit back, enjoy the show. Let's get our second panellist out here. He was born on the 14th of October in 1998. He's played a total of 49 games, and he's kicked a total of 83 goals. He made his AFL debut back in 2018 when he plays for the Hawthorne Football Club. He wears a number... Two on his back. Could you please welcome to the show, Mitchell Lewis. We're a happy team at Hawthorne. We're the mighty fighting horse. We love our club and we oh, play look at to that. win. Hey, all the women in the room are just going up, right? How are you? Nice to see you. Best looking number two I've seen for a while. Um, uh, oh, that's all right. Low blow. Low that's blow. all right. You're like Jared Ruffett, I get that. Um, uh, nice to have you here, Mitch. This is your first time at the That's Good for Footy panel show. I welcome you with open arms, as all these people do. Um, how's everything going for you, mate? How's life and stuff in general? Yeah, thank you. Um, thanks for the welcome as well. That was very nice. Uh, can't complain at the moment. Um, five games to go for the year. and. Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully we can win a few more games. Ooh, did you hear that? Hopefully we win a few more games. How good is that? I like that. Yeah, very nice. Hey, let's get to know the boys a little bit better. We're going to do it in our first little segment. It's called Who Are You?
I like it. He's singing along. Hey, we like that, don't we, Sam? Mitch is a singer. Yeah, very good, very good. Hey, um, I'm going to just random questions coming at you, boys. Feel free to just uh, be as honest as you can and as candid as you can. At school, what sort of a student were you? Uh, I was... In most of my reports, it said if Luke... Um, was a little bit more diligent, paid a bit more attention, he'd be okay at school. Um, I'm sure teachers just tattooed that on everyone. Yeah, I think so. But, but yeah, obviously the favourite time for me was lunch and recess and, and yeah. PE classes. So, um, yeah, I, I was tutored for English and things like that, so that was hard yards early days. But, um, yeah, we got there in the end. Yeah, so cool. Was good. What about you, Mitch? Yeah, very similar. I was very much a troublemaker in class. <laughs> um, same sort of report card. If he applied himself, he could be an A-grade student. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Hey, growing up as a kid, would you um, catch up with friends after school and have a kick in the park? Or, uh, like, would you have a, a few of you to get around and go and have a kick down at the local ground or something like that? Yeah, for sure. So I was uh, on the farm out of town, uh, but most afternoons we'd stay in, in town and I'd always be at my friend's place, at my cousin's place, uh, wherever it was, as you said, down at the local footy oval. Yeah. Um, we normally had footy training twice a week. Yeah. and. Uh, I just loved all that sort of stuff, mucking around with your mates and it's probably where we, yeah, learnt most of our skills um, that have helped us out now. Beautiful. Yeah, exact same, kicking the footy after school. Um, I had a couple of trees in my backyard that I used to think were goals and celebrate out there by myself. Um, <laughs> Excellent. Also lived on the back of a golf course, so that's where my love of golf came along as well. Yeah, right. Excellent. Um, what was your favourite subject at school? Did you have one? And most players normally say Yeah, definitely PE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty that's straightforward. The, that's the case, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you used to dominate in the schoolyard at kick to kick? And were you this height at school for yourself, Mitch? Um, sorry to interject there. Yeah, I was, I was chubby in school. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it took me a while to lose some weight. I reckon I was pretty chubby until I was about 16, 17, and okay. um, probably still a bit pudgy now. But, <laughs> nah. um, yeah, I was, I was pretty tall um, all throughout high school and, um, yeah, used to dominate the playground. Yeah, right. It's called, what do you call it down here in Victoria? Yeah, markers up. Oh, yeah. Jack in the pack? Yeah, no. same. Markers same. up. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. So that, I used to love doing that at school. Um, every recess and lunch, it always first to get out there and then get someone to kick it up, and it was just always see if you can take. And it's so funny now I don't do that because I've got big boys like this that <laughs> can do that for me. But um, I, I did used to love taking a specky. Just fending off blokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How cool is that? That's brilliant. Hey, who did you grow up barracking for, boys? Oh, there'll be a few in the room that won't like this. I was a Saint supporter, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Yeah. My, mine's probably worse. I went for Richmond. <laughs> it's nice to get all that out of the way now Now we can get back to uh, real football um, going, going back to your first game boys um, You've just been told you're playing this week Okay, what, Who was the first person you told And what was their reaction Can you recall that uh, You only have to go back 49 games yeah, But, but yeah. just like can you remember and who you uh, Yeah to? so I was uh, I lived in a share house So some familiar names for you guys Would be Max Bailey um, Jordan Williams Sam Grimley uh, these sort of guys were I was living with at the time and okay. Thursday night, selection night was uh, was always when you were hoping or not wanting a call from Clarko depending on which way you were going <laughs> um, and yeah, that, that Thursday got a phone call, I remember yeah, then telling all the boys who were living, I was living with at the time and then obviously mum and dad was the next call so um, pretty special times What was their reaction? Yeah, they couldn't believe it, I'd had a bit of an interrupted pre-season that year and only played a couple of games in the VFL, so right. um, very unexpected, but, uh, yeah, absolutely stoked. And just going back to you, how chuffed were you? 
Oh, I, was, I couldn't believe it. As I said, I had groin issues and a bit of an interrupted pre-season, and then I'd actually went back to VFL reserves. Okay. So I went sort of VFL reserves, VFL, AFL within wow. about a month of footy. So I yeah, didn't expect it at all. Wow. Rain, but, uh, wide range of emotions oh, associated huge, yeah, with it, huge. for sure. Yeah, I thought I was, yeah, I was on a one-year contract and third year on the rookie list, so I thought I was... Wow. I was done and dusted. And look at so. that, 475 <laughs> goals later. Hey, um, what was? Uh, can you remember the first? Oh, obviously, you can. But like, uh, tell us a little bit about it. How did it? Yeah, out? it was actually quite funny how I found out. Um, so it was all set up um, by the footy club and Clarko in particular. I walked into the gym. I was probably last to walk into the gym, um, and all of the boys were in there. And Clarko sort of said, "Everyone, shush up, shush up," and um, said that I was going to be playing my first game. And the whole gym erupted. I dropped to my head. Clarko actually had a footy in his hands and he handballed it towards me and hit me square in the face. <laughs> so Falcon, yeah, not <laughs> yeah, that's that might have hit my confidence and maybe why we lost by ten goals that week. Did they have that on vision? Yeah, yeah, they well, did have that on vision. That's a great debut, isn't it? Hey, what was the emotion like for you when you put the jumper on for the first time in the change rooms, realizing this is not just a supporter, this is not just a fan. You're now playing for the Hawthorne Football Club. Give us that emotion. Yeah, I, you can't beat it. I, I was so nervous. I remember the locker room, is sort of, it's like a rectangle, isn't it? But then the top end, there's another little set of lockers that's not actually really into the locker room. And I, wasn't, I was so scared, I didn't even want to go into the locker room. <laughs> I just like ducked around the corner and put my stuff like, out of the road of everyone else. Uh, and then, yeah, as you said, put, once you pull it on and... Um, the history in the jumper and yep. all the success of Hawthorne, it's um, yeah, certainly a privilege. God, that's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, it really gets to you when you first put the jumper on. And um, every time we put the jumper on now, even I'm sure Luke can attest to this, but it's, it holds special meaning. And um, yeah, every time we run out and in those colours, um, we know what it represents, which is always good. Brilliant. Um, did you used to collect footy cards when you were growing up? And if you did, just before you answer that, what was it like when you first saw you on the card? Oh, not really. Being a New South Wales boy, it was okay. sort of, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. Oh, oh, I did. Um, <laughs> I went and visited my mum's house recently, actually, and I had probably four or five stacks of footy cards still sitting there. So um, I think I had a couple of Luke as well, so <laughs> right. might have to get him to sign them. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I loved footy as a kid and loved collecting footy cards. And, um, yeah, being a Richmond supporter, I had a lot yep. of Richmond stuff, but, yep. um, yeah, a lot of other clubs as well. Mitchie's got a few good photos of... Uh, Rewalt and Cochin and a few other okay. like yeah, yeah older Richmond boys now so right. they're, they're good photos for how cool out. is that yeah. um, and can I ask what was the emotion like when you first saw yours um, yeah it's it hits different um, <laughs> even yeah. when I see kids um, in the number two now at training it's um, that was me back in the day so I used to attend all the AFL clinics as a kid and yeah. um, I'm really quite chuffed when I see that sort of that's stuff that's brilliant and Luke can you remember uh, oh yeah seeing yours yeah, you're stoked. Um, yeah. You obviously, like, even growing up, you'd see yourself in the newspaper or whatever and you'd be, you'd be <laughs> excited, let alone if yeah. it's on like a proper footy card that's got stats and all this, whatever they put yeah. on them. So, it's, yeah, it is pretty special. Brilliant, mate. I love it. Um, does uh, everyone in the fabric family now barrack for who you play for or do they still sibling rivalries or anything like that going on? Do they barrack for other people, what, uh, other teams, I should say? I reckon it took my brother... 50 games so he was a Geelong supporter so <laughs> you can imagine the uh, wow. you can imagine the rivalry yeah. Um, and yeah now it's it's nice to say that he's he's fully converted and, um, cool and full Hawthorne so that's, that's good well yeah. done yeah
Yeah, well, it took me a while to crack into the Hawthorne side. And um, some of you might recall, I got drafted at the end of 2016. Um, and my old man obviously went for Richmond. Richmond won the flag in 2017. So he certainly had ties still to Richmond. And um, for the couple of years following that, while I was playing Box Hill, I think he still went for Richmond. But now we've got him over to the Hawks, which oh, is good. Fantastic. Well done. I like it. Can you remember your first day turning up at the club for tra- uh, training? What were you thinking? Were you, were you actually, like, really nervous? Were you anxious? What were- what was that emotion like? Yeah, it was oh, it was a whirlwind. I remember getting drafted at like 11am on a Tuesday morning and I was on a flight at 3.30 that afternoon. No so way. home, pack a bag, try and sort your life out and say, yeah, I'm off to Melbourne. Uh, fortunately, I only had like a week before Christmas and then could then go home and yeah. sort a bit more stuff out. But yeah, first day I remember training with Michael Osborne and Chance Bateman. Uh, and they were the guys who gave me the nickname Punky. Uh, but yes, as you said, nervous, um, excited, but yeah, had no idea what the hell I was doing, to be honest. <laughs> Can I just interject before you give your answer? Chance Bateman, uh, I mean, h- hell of a footballer, um, he seems to be, I wish I have actually met him and had him on the shows, but he seems to be one of those people, he gave Silk yeah. his name, nickname, yeah, which he... I, th- I found quite strange. Everybody thought that Silk got his nickname because he was like silky smooth, but the story was when Silk arrived at the club, he was on crutches. Oh, yeah, right. I have not heard this one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, now I feel like I'm <laughs> telling it out of school. Um, but I hope I get it right. Yeah. Um, but the circumstance was that he said, oh, you know, you're going to be a silky smooth kind of mover because he was on crutches. And everybody <laughs> else that's always heard the story thought it was because he was basically so that. Silky, and, yeah, and yeah. Silk told the story when he was here, um, yeah, right. you know, just before his 400 game. <laughs> Brilliant story. I loved it. But Chance Bateman being one of those individuals that took it upon himself to actually throw out Punky yeah, and yeah. then uh, and Silk. And Silk so, as well, yeah. yeah. he's got a lot he's, to answer for, hasn't he? He's a ripper, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, Mitch. Now, back to you. Yeah, um, first training session or first day at the club in general. Uh, so, so, so scared. Um, <laughs> yeah, so nervous at training. You're trying to do things at 100 miles per hour to try and impress people and yet you end up just stuffing everything <laughs> up. So it takes a couple of weeks to fit in and um, find your place within the group, but... Yeah, super happy now, How the way cool things have turned out. And what about parking? Were you worried about, do I park here, do I park there? Is it one of those things as well? Nah, more more in the theatre. So okay. a lot of the guys are um, pretty particular about where they where sit they in the theatre. So um, I think I tried to sit back row and then a couple of the senior boys were like, nah, mate, you're up the front. <laughs> it's like game day as well. So when people, like I've had to do it twice this year where I've got lockers, like I've, different venues across country, you got, I've got to, Certain lockers, so like this year in our first game in Tasmania, um, I think it was Connor McDonald yep. throws his stuff in my locker before I get there. Oh, right. Sorry, mate, that goes out. <laughs> so throw all this stuff out, put my stuff there, and then a couple of weeks back at uh, at Eddie ha- oh, Marvel Stadium, um, Jacob Kaczynski took my it's A twenty nine at Eddie had or Marvel, and um, he'd taken it before I got there. So sorry, mate, that's going out, <laughs> going out, <laughs> going to the next next locker. So mate, it's like priority picks, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. I like it. That's yeah. excellent. Hey, what was the biggest crowd that you first played in front of, and how did you feel when you're walking onto the field for that particular game? And does it bounce right back at you. Yeah. Um, so my, my debut was up at the Gabba, um, so that was a pretty hostile environment with the Lions, um, and just as soon as you run out for your initial warm-up, the noise hits you straight away, it's unlike anything um, I'd ever experienced, but um, the biggest crowd I probably played on early on in my career was probably Collingwood on a Friday night, I think we had 85 to 90,000 wow. there, massive game, we ended up getting, getting up by less than a goal, oh, so brilliant. the atmosphere was insane. How good's that? 
I reckon one of my first memories would be an Easter Monday, so probably okay. like 70,000 or, or oh. thereabouts. And, yeah, as me said, like, hairs on the back of your neck sort of stand-ups yeah. when you're walking, running through the banner and then just the moments through the game when it's like a big moment, whether yeah. it's like holding the ball or there's a big decision and the crowd really yeah. gets after it, that's when it's, yeah, it's cool pretty special, that? yeah. Mate, goosebumps on top of goosebumps. Wow. Um, if it was your choice, not the coaches, what position do you think would best suit you? Oh, <laughs> I think exactly where we are. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Well, that's a dream come true then. Oh, well, yeah. Speaking for Luke, he's a bit of a goal sneak, so yeah. he, he always knows exactly where the goals are. But for me as well, I'm very comfortable up yeah. in the forward 50. Don't know how I'd go in defence. Right. I think Excellent. I think the only one you'd get answering that differently would be like midfielders and that that are playing out of position that like, I want to be the big dog yeah. in the middle. Like yeah. I, th I feel like we're in, yeah. in the right spot. How good is that? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, was footy the only sport that you actually thought about playing? Was there... uh, I was massive rugby league, being okay. a New South Wales boy, yeah. so uh, loved, loved that growing up as well. But uh, a little bit of basketball. We played everything we could in, yeah. in the country pretty much. Yeah. And you love, sorry to interject again, um, you love your golf? Yeah, you love golf as yeah. well. Not as good as this guy next to me, but... How good was Cam Smith's swim? Oh, it was... That was just... Unreal. I couldn't sleep. I ended up waking up and really? watched the last few holes. Yeah, it was Oh, how fantastic. Amazing, yeah. What a great Australian. Loved it. Yeah, yeah. sorry, Mitch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, footy, cricket, golf. Um, footy and cricket were the main ones growing yeah. up, so I played a bit of district cricket for Carlton when I was 15, 16. Um, so I was playing a relatively good level, but... Um, in the end, you've got to make a choice, yeah. um, and I chose footy, so pretty happy about Good that. Good on you, mate. Well done. Um, do you watch a lot of uh, footy on TV? And if you do, do you watch it with the sound up or the sound down? Uh, not a lot. I always watch the night before a game, like okay. night before our game. Yep. It's sort of like just part of my routine yep. uh, the night before. Uh, but we watch so much at the club, it's sort of, yeah, mm. normally get home and try and <laughs> relax and get away from it Last for a little bit. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 Yeah, Luke's, Luke's probably experienced it for longer than me, so um, he might be a bit more sick of it, but I, I absolutely love watching the footy. Um, yeah, right. Thursday, Friday nights yeah. are my favourite. Um, just getting home, sitting on the couch, seeing a Friday night thriller, there's nothing better. Brilliant. All right. Um, is there a song or music that gets you pumped and, and puts you in the zone? Do you have something that normally you'll go to, which might be your go-to? No, not for me, to be honest. Um, oh. Benny Stratton used to do our like pregame mix, yep. and now it's been taken over by CJ or Warple, okay. um, as sort of the guys who normally run. So I just rely on them to yep. uh, play a yeah, good playlist pregame and, yeah. and normally just listen to that. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a little bit weird. Like when I'm going to the game, I just try to relax. So um, I listen to Fleetwood Mac. Bit of Miley Cyrus. Taylor Swift is up there. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Okay. Um, you've been handed a first-class ticket to travel anywhere in the world. Where are you going and why? Now that we've been locked down for two years and you've got the chance, where would you like to go? Because it's front of mind, I wouldn't mind going to Scotland and playing St Andrews. Oh, wow. <laughs> That'd be oh, right geez. up there. Yeah. Uh, Bruce is German, so I wouldn't yep. mind yeah, going up to Germany and okay. uh, checking it out. So we're, Bruce is, we're, out, we're from Hanover. Yep. Yeah, so yep. um, go and check Hanover out and see what it's all about. How cool is that? Awesome. Um, you've been... Um, oh, actually, I'll ask you this. Do you have that one mate, that one mate that always likes to give you advice on your football? I've got one mate that backs me every week first goal. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know if you can say that. But, um, yeah, yeah, that, exactly. I've got a few, yeah. Uh, one mate. No, most of them are not too bad. Okay. Yeah, even mum and dad like that, you rarely say 
too much. Brother, my brother every now and then will say okay. a few things here and there, a few pointers, but Good. most of the time not okay. too bad. Um, yeah, I'm similar. I don't really have a mate that tries to give me advice. Um, I've got a couple of really good friends that take the mickey out of me if I have a bad performance and um, are pretty quick to pull me back into line if I have okay. a good one. So those guys are always good. Aussies are good for that, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, how are you with flying uh, for interstate games? Uh, leg room, pillow, uh, headphones... What's what's the go for you? What what, what makes you feel comfortable? Uh, yeah, I'm pillow everywhere we go. Um, okay. Randomly, I don't know. <laughs> I just I've done it since day dot and um, yeah. sleep better and whatever. So believed in all that. Um, now I'm older, I get a bit of extra leg room, which is nice. Nice. I, I feel Excellent. sorry for some of these tall boys. I don't know. I don't know why. He's yeah, so they're normally the, the cup of men. Make sure that I've got some uh, downloaded series on my iPad so that I can um, kill some time. Perfect. Excellent. Yeah, no, I'm a decent flyer. Um, when I have to sit in normal economy, I struggle with legroom, but the club yeah. normally looks after us with yeah. um, some extra, some extra legroom, which is, which is nice. But yeah. Um, yeah, there's a couple of guys that you don't want to be next to on a plane. Yeah, for certain reasons that we won't go into, oh, but yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> hey, uh, do any of the following things infuriate or frustrate you? Waiting in a queue, being stuck in traffic being put on hold, waiting for a green arrow with a set of traffic lights, your streaming service or internet buffering, or waiting for the microwave to finish? I still can't get my head around traffic, um, ah. just being from yeah, the country. Yep. And I remember when I first got here, like dealing with trams <laughs> and things like that, I was like losing my mind. And even now... What's I a just, hook turn? Yeah, <laughs> like, I just don't get how a freeway can just be standstill. Like, yeah. just everyone go that way. <laughs> just keep it going. Like, I don't understand how... It becomes so so crowded, but yeah, true. it's frustrating. Yeah. yeah, I've got a couple. There's a personal one for Luke. Puts tomato sauce on everything. Yeah. I'm oh, getting really? better. I'm getting better. Tomato at sauce it. on Wheat Bix, if you could, honestly. No, no, no. that's a lie. That's a lie. Um, but in, in terms of general stuff for me, um, when people don't wave back when you let them through oh, yeah. in traffic, yeah. um, shower pressure. If the shower pressure oh, isn't wow. up to scratch. It's another good one. That's pretty annoying. Yeah, I don't mind that either. Yeah, very well done. Uh, you must choose one of the following life moments, boys. Your partner is giving birth to your first child. Your best mate is getting married on a yacht in Monte Carlo and he's shouting you an all-expenses-paid holiday. You're playing in the AFL Grand Final or you have won an Access All Areas Pass to see your favourite band on the planet. Which one are you choosing? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to say the birth of my first child. <laughs> Luckily, I've already got the grand final, so that yeah, <laughs> I, can, right, I can skip around that one. Good. Yeah, I need to be careful that my partner's not watching either. <laughs> um, but we're definitely a while away from kids, so <laughs> I'll say the granny. Excellent. Good answer. Well done. One of the following is placed in front of you. Which are you eating? Cream bun, meat pie, custard tart, vanilla slice, glazed or cinnamon donut or chocolate? I reckon I'm going the cream bun. Tomorrow, like yeah. where, I'm, where I'm from, we go home. One of the first things I'll buy will be a cream bun when I get back there. Love <laughs> Just it. Just a little treat. Yeah, excellent. Uh, simple man, simple pleasures, chocolate for Chocolate. Me. Done. There you go. Put your hands together for them, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, 
right, it is a footy panel show. We're going to discuss a little bit of football. We'll get in and out of it as quickly as we can. We don't want to bore you, um, but we will talk about it. It's round 19. It kicks off on Friday, July the 22nd. It's Tigers versus Dockers. Tigers are in eighth position versus the Dockers in fourth. It's 7.50pm at Marvel Stadium. Tigers lost to North by four points. The Kangaroos played some bloody good football, although the Tigers did kick 11-22. Dockers went down to the Swans by 17. What do you think here, boys? Tigers v Dockers at Marvel. Oh, I think I would probably be tipping the Tigers. Uh, I know they've had two two weeks where they've sort of probably should have got the chocolates against the, uh, the Suns, and then I know last week eleven twenty two bad kickings, bad footy. So For sure. uh, I think I'd be yeah taking them. Dockers are they're they're a quality side, but again they're in Melbourne, got to travel. Um, I'd be going with the Tigers. Okay, good. Uh, Dockers for mine. Um, <laughs> Richmond are pretty much playing an away game at Marvel Stadium. Anyway, they don't like travelling to Marvel, right. so Dockers That's for me. Right. Well done. Oh, I like that. Mm. Look like so that much he's writing it down. That's brilliant. Um, no, it's okay. Saturday, July. Yeah, uh, Saturday, July the twenty-third. We'll go to this game. It's Swans versus Crows. Swans in sixth position versus the Crows in sixteenth. It's at one forty-five at the SCG. Swans had a strong win over Frio in Perth, winning by seventeen points. Crows fought hard against uh, the Pies, only to go down by five. What do you think here, boys? Swans versus Crows at the SCG. Yeah, we uh, took on the Crows a few weeks back, um, still developing and, and got a little bit to go, so uh, I'll be taking the Swans. Okay. Yeah, I think Crows are fielding the younger side um, in the AFL at the moment, so I think Swans will win quite convincingly. Quite convincingly. Um, this game, it's Roos versus Hawks, 18th versus 13th, 145 at Blundstone. We'll talk about this one in depth in a little bit, uh, in a little while. I'll jump over to this, though. Um, Power versus the Cats. This is at 4.05pm Adelaide Oval. Cats in first position, um, coming up against Power, who are in 11th. Port went down by 14 points to the Demons in a town called Alice. Cats showed they are the real deal with a dominant display of football with a win over the Blues to the tune of 30 points, and Cats now eight on the trot. What do you think here? Oh, well, Port have to win, I think, to make finals pretty yeah. well. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't think they can get over the Cats. So, yeah, the Cats are going along very nicely at the moment and playing some very good footy. So, um, I think the Cats should take Sound just at the right them. time, haven't yeah, they? they have. yeah. uh, port. Port. Nice and <laughs> easy. I like it. Well done. Um, let's go to this game. It's the Lions in third position versus the Suns who are in 12th position. 7.10pm at the Gabba. Lions back on the winner's list, list with a comfortable win over GWS by 40 points. Suns went down uh, to the return of form Bombers outfit by 48 points. What do you think here, boys? Yeah, that was an interesting game. I couldn't believe the score in that yeah. um, Suns-Bombers game. So I think... The Suns, will, they'll turn it around, but I'd still say the Lions should get over them up there at the Gabba. Yep, okay. Yeah, have the Lions lost at the Gabba this year? Or they uh, lost for the once, first time a once, couple of weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah they'll bounce back um, back at the Gabba, I think. Lions yep. for me. Okay, uh, let's go to this game then. This is uh, Dogs versus Ds. Dogs in ninth position versus the Ds in second. 7.25 at Marvel. The Dogs were way too dominant over a lacklustre St Kilda, beating them by uh, 28 points, and the Ds are sitting second on the ladder, just under the Cats by 4.4%. What do you think here, boys, in relation to this? Dogs and Ds, Marvel. Yeah, it's another one where the Dogs need to win to, um, to keep their finals hopes alive, but... Uh, I think the Ds will be too strong. Um, okay. They're starting to find a little bit of form again and uh, they need to in this back end of the year if they're going to be the contender that everyone talks about. Should be a good game it should be between very good. those yeah. two. Dogs Marvel. were good last week. Yeah. Uh, didn't, didn't give the Saints a look in. So Exactly. 
Yeah, I was just about to say nearly the pick of the games um, mm. for mine, except for our one, of course. Of course. Um, <laughs> well but, oh, that's close. Norton is back um, from mm. health and safety protocols, but I think D's forward line will get over their uh, back line. So. Yeah, brilliant. Well done. Love it. Uh, Sunday, July the 24th, it's Blues versus Giants. Blues in 7th, Giants in 15th, 1.10pm at Marvel. Colton coming off a 30-point lesson from Geelong. The Giants as well suffered a 40-point loss. Big game for the Blues. What do you think? Yeah, massive game for the Blues. I think, yeah, I think they'd be pretty disappointed after last week. Um, so they'll, they'll bounce back. Yep. Yeah, Blues for me as well. Absolutely love watching um, the two big key forwards go, go about their work for the Blues. Yep, yep, good. Okay. Uh, this game, 2.40pm, this is over in Perth at Optus Stadium. It's the Eagles versus the Saints. The Eagles are in 17th position versus the Saints in 10th. Uh, this is a big one for the St Kilda. There's no stretch of the imagination there. Eagles coming off a 25-point loss to the Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> I say that in pause because I just want to see who's awake. <laughs> All right. Um, Saints, as I said previously, put up a very poor performance against the Dogs. They'll be looking for more than redemption from this game. What do you think here? Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I think Saints are, what, six in a row? Yeah. They've lost. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe that when I heard that the other day. So. Um, uh, no, uh, sorry, they won uh, three one weeks of, ago. Yeah, just one. One and yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll tip the Saints. I think they, yeah, they need to win to mm. keep their season alive again. Uh, I think this could be a very close game. Um, flip of a coin, I'll go Eagles. That's interesting. Uh, when you say close, are you thinking because it's over in Perth and the Saints may not travel as well and uh, as, um, West Coast seem to have found a little bit more form and players are coming back? Yeah, I think so. Eagles um, have had a fair few experienced players come back. I'm not mm. sure if... I know Nick Nat um, didn't make the travel over to Melbourne yeah. um, on the weekend, but if he's back, I think they um, have a really strong chance. Really interesting game. I'm looking forward to seeing the outcome of that. Let's go to the last game that we will talk about here before we go to yours. Um, it's the Pies versus Bombers. Pies in fifth position uh, versus the Bombers in 14th, 3.20pm at the MCG. Pies with eight on the trot. The Bombers with a W next to their name from their last three. Arch rivals uh, coming head-to-head at the pointy end of the season. This should be a cracker game, these two. Um, probably not match of the round, but, but a bloody good game. I'll be interested to see how it goes, 3.20pm at the MCG. Yeah, it should be a very interesting game. Uh, Bombers have found form. I'm not sure what yeah, happened earlier in the year, but yeah. pressure's off and they seem to be playing much better footy now. Um, well, it, yeah, it is a genuine toss of the coin for me, I think. Yeah. The Pies just cannot keep getting over in these, those close ones. It's, it's amazing. actually amazing, yeah. It is, literally. Um, so yeah. I'll, I'll take the Bombers. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll go Pies. I think they've just got too much class. Wow, interesting. Okay, that's great. Uh, our last game to discuss, boys, is Hawthorne versus North Melbourne. We'll talk about that in our next segment. It's called Tell Me More. Singing to that one, Mitch? Yeah? No. No, I missed that one. Yeah, right. uh, each week we ask the panellists to give their thoughts and opinions on all things happening in and around football. We're not trying to make or break the news here, boys. We just want to get your thoughts and opinions straight from the players. Let's do it. Uh, this week it's round 19 and it sees the 18th place North Melbourne coming up against the 13th place Hawthorne. Saturday afternoon, football at Freezing Stone Arena in Wintermania. Uh, the game kicks off at 1.45pm. North have won only two games this year, but they are looking a bit better as a playing group. It wasn't just last week against the Tigers, but they also played a nice brand of footy against the Pies the week before as well. 
before we get to here, I'll just go a little bit further. Yes, they do overuse the ball, and as a collective, they tend to make some really bad decisions, putting each other under some ridiculous pressure. But I think as a playing group, once they get the right directives um, from the coaching group, more cohesion and continuity into their games, they'll be better for it. They need to run their games out as well. Their leads um, of late, when in front, will be eaten up by better teams. Anything you wanted to add to what I've just alluded to in that first little segment? Oh, Tassie's not that bad. Tassie, <laughs> Tassie gets a bad rap. I'm like, a Tasmanian. The forecast actually looks all right as well. 14 yeah. degrees. No snow? Yeah, 14 <laughs> degrees. That's, that's a balmy, balmy day it down is, in Hobart. It is, yeah. We, uh, we love getting down to Barnboogle, down the golf down there. Of course. And, like... People are like, why are you going down in winter? It's like, it's going to be freezing. But you get some beautiful no, days down in Tassie. I know, so, I know. Um, we, yeah, we like getting down there. Obviously, it's a bit different this weekend going down to Hobart. But yeah. um, I think I think there's only like two or three from our side that had actually played at Bloodstone. Oh, so, really? Yeah, um, right. It'll be yeah, a new new venue of for course. us. and Go down and check it out on Friday. You're always up at Utahs, yeah. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Uh, it was a huge week at the club last week with the passing of Paul Deere and Jack Gunson's dad, um, but Hawthorne being the fab- family club handled it with all class and dignity. Nice to see a, a lap of honour being given to Poppy, Geordie, Strats and Birch as well. That was a nice little touch. You guys uh, obviously got to see that. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it was good to have those guys back. They um, obviously deserve their lap of honour and, and we're, yeah, Massive contributors to the to the Hawthorne Footy Club, so um, absolutely, yeah. Geordie obviously going to a different club. Birch ended up finishing up at Brisbane as well. Yep. Um, Poppy and Strats finished up in COVID, so didn't quite get the send off that they probably deserved. So yeah. It was, yeah, good to see them on the weekend. And that's that's the thing because we went through COVID, and, and sometimes we do forget that we've been two years without it yeah. and not seeing people and not not mingling. I know just as a sidebar, I think uh, Ben Mackay is playing his fiftieth for North Melbourne. Um, and all the games leading up to he hadn't done it in, like the only person to play his 50th not in front of a crowd yeah. you know so that's amazing to go through that um, I'll talk about this uh, about the game Eagles got off to a nice start they were just putting pressure on uh, your back line Sis and Jaith were under the pump real early Eagles converting four majors in the first quarter uh, it took from the outset oh, it looked like from the outset that it was going to be a challenging game but then the Hawks got on top in the second quarter kicking seven straight there was a bit of rain about half an hour before the game, making conditions a little slippery. Did you guys have to adjust to that, you know, by changing your stops or anything, or was there any player movement? What was there? Uh, yeah, I definitely thought about changing. I didn't in the end, uh, but there, yeah, it must have been a huge downpour because uh, I was mucking mm. around about an hour before the game, and then once yeah. we went out for warm-up, it was yeah. just totally different. So, wow. Um, yeah, you do have to think about that sort of stuff game day. And did it make it, make it slippery? Uh, under yeah, foot? yeah. Um, not too bad. It didn't necessarily appear so on the, nah, on the game. But. Yeah, for, like didn't really rain for the rest of the day. Um, it does make it a bit slippery. But for me, it's, if anything, it actually makes it a little bit easier because the ball skids straight yeah. instead of being yeah. bouncing, yeah. bouncing everywhere. Yeah. Take <laughs> like, a full advantage yeah, of that. like the oval ball can. So yeah, perfect. Make it look silly at stages. Excellent. Uh, it was great to hear the bruise go up uh, when you got your first goal, Punky. Um, but even better was to come. You ended up with six for the day, equaling your best haul, which you've now done, I think, on three or four occasions, I think. I've got to... I can't get over it. I can't get, I can't get to seven. It's um, sort of annoying. But anyway, that's... Jack, Jack Gunson was um, quick to remind me. He sent me a screenshot. There's about six of us that um, 
have kicked like over 400 goals but can't get to seven. Right. So he just keeps rubbing it in for me. <laughs> I've written down here, mate, fair bloody effort though. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Um, observationally, it looked like Sis is making the most of Clarko's uh, non-appearance by uh, wearing the long sleeve jumper, um, filling in for no Chad, obviously, who's out for the rest of the season. Um, there was a nice passage of play which always looks good when it comes off and that's when teams use the centre corridor, the Hawks with runoff half back through Sicily. Nice direct football. Beautiful football. Sis also unleashed a nice 62-metre torp um, from the centre, which reached the centre square. Um, you got to love that. How good was that? He took the mark on the end of it. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> wow! Yeah. It was yeah, brilliant. Um, I was on the end of that torp. Um, yeah, it was massive. Um, I think he'd like to do that every single kick he has <laughs> to get his metres gained up, but... Um, yeah, he's been, he's been using uh, some simple options as well, which has been really helpful with our back line. Yeah, brilliant. The third quarter was a bit scrappy from both sides, but at least when you did go forward, you did on most occasions score a major finishing up with 15 for the day and a beauty with 47 seconds left on the clock. Bruce kicks his six, equaling his best. It was a good win for a young group of emerging players, I thought. Tell us what you... What, what, like, what was discussed by, by the team afterwards from that win? Yeah, we... Oh, probably the most pleasing thing is uh, you spoke about the second quarter and we had, I think we kicked seven and we had a, a pretty handy lead but uh, the Eagles sort of kept coming at us and I think in sort of early in the season we'd given up leads significantly mm -hmm. like I think yep. there was two or three where For sure. I remember Sydney down in Tassie and that where you guys as supporters would have been pretty disappointed with our last sort of quarter and a half so um, for us to get challenged and then our pretty young group to respond and, uh, yep. and then eventually get over the line was was probably the most pleasing thing from my point of view anyway. Spot on. Yeah, there was um, some really good performances coming out of the game as well. I think Josh Ward with the Rising Star nomination had his best game for the club. Um, Sis was strong as, as ever and, yeah. um, you know, Punky did his thing up forward, stole some goals off me, which was yeah. pretty rude of him. <laughs> well said. Uh, I know there's no such thing as an easy game of footy and each game presents new challenges. This one will be no di different against North. Um, put simply, where do you think this game will be won and lost? Yeah, I watched their game uh, last week against Richmond, and yeah, they—it's sort of funny. Once, once, like confidence is a massive thing in footy, and they just seem like completely different players. I don't know what it is about when you get a new coach or the coach gets sacked, and then that next week, I don't, yeah. I don't know whether you guys have got some theories on why it, yeah. why it happens, but to respond the way they did, and they just look like a different team. And as I said, confidence, and when they were up and about, it was. Um, yeah, a completely different Beautiful side. And could, yeah, exactly. And could yeah. be definitely present a challenge for us this week. So I think it'll be won and lost in our mid, the midfield battle. Yep. Um, hopefully uh, us forwards can take, take care of their defenders and put a good enough score on the board. But I think, yeah, in the midfield, they've got some quality uh, ball, ball players there with, yeah, Davis Uniac and um, these sort of guys that can certainly rack up the possessions and, and be damaging, damaging on the scoreboard. Spot on. What I was alluding to and what I'm about to suggest, North have got players like Zerha, who was also coming off a bag of six, yeah. um, Curtis with three, Simpkin and Davis Uniaki, who are all developing into quite talented footballers who know how to find the ball and how, how to, more importantly, know how to use it effectively. Um, which I think is great for the North Melbourne Football Club. It'll be a good contest between Goldstein and McAvoy and Reeves, um, plus a good match-up between Lewis, I presume, and Mackay. So could be interesting. Yeah, he's, he's playing some really good, really good footy as well. I think he's taken 14 intercept marks in the yeah. last couple of weeks. So um, doing my homework on him, I got a bit of a touch-up by Barras on the weekend, so yep. certainly motivated to come out this week and put in a good performance. 
Brilliant. Uh, the last one that I wanted to mention there was Sis on Larky. Um, should he play? I know that Larky had that foot injury. I haven't seen um, the team, so I don't know. But I'll give you guys the final word um, uh, on a tip and a margin. Obviously tipping the Hawks, but yes. I think, yeah, just new arena. Um, it could be windy, it could yeah. be whatever you get down in Tassie. So um, I'm not too sure on the margin. Probably yeah. anywhere 15 to 30 points, hopefully. Nice, very nice. Excellent. Uh, I think North will win. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we'll, we'll, no get, no. we'll get the chocolates yep. um, by 37 points oh, and nice. Bruce to kick his bag of seven. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. How good is that? No, I'm going I'm to pass to you this week. I'll, I'll give them all Yeah, you. you owe me, actually. <laughs> uh, just to talk about some off-field stuff very quickly, Dylan Moore received the inaugural Paul Deere Award uh, for player judge uh, most courageous on, on the field. Uh, fitness coach... Peter Berg um, arrives at Hawthorne after 10 years down at Tigerland. Must be looking forward to finding out what he's going to um, get in with ageing body and feeling, oh, bring it on. Yeah, so he was my weights coach or strength and conditioning uh, in my first couple of years okay. before he went to Tigerland. So yeah. it'd be good to get Bergie back and see what he can yeah, bring to our group. How brilliant is that? Um, uh, as you just alluded to, uh, Mitch, Josh Wood received a uh, round 18 Rising Star nomination to go along with your round five nomination of Jay Yukum. Yeah. Um, Jay Yukum, I mean, yeah, yeah. bloody awesome. Um, that's all I wanted to say, folks. Please put your hands together for the boys. Now